Yo, what up, street dogs? Eric Kim. All right, so the turbo thought of the day. The basic gist is, should we treat people equally? Effectively, I say no. So before you say that Eric Kim is some sort of psychopath, let me kind of explain my thoughts. So first and foremost, this is a critique of the golden rule. The golden rule is do unto others as you want others to do unto us. You know, I was, grow uh, I was raised uh, Catholic, went to some like Protestant churches and so forth, and also grew up in America. And even though you're, you might be an atheist or agnostic or whatever, if you're from America, or if you're Catholic or Protestant, whatever, then generally you have some sort of uh, form of the golden rule or some sort of like Christian, Judeo morality kind of baked within us. Because let us remember, Jesus was Jewish. So the basic gist is do unto others as you want others to do unto you. Now, on the surface, it sounds, it sounds excellent. And you know, it works pretty good most of the time. But there's a lot of cases where it doesn't work good. So let me kind of explain. So I am a big meat eater and also a ham bacon eater. And so the notion of me, you know, thinking to myself, oh, you know, I love eating meat. And, you know, I just kind of make the wrong assumption that everyone else does too. The, the wrong notion is, so let's say, let's say my neighbor was a vegan, right? Or my friend was a vegan. You know, I personally love meat so much and you know, I want to share my joy of meat with others. Now, then I, you know, I think about like utilitarianism, which is also the, the philosophy that to collectively raise the collective happiness of everybody equally. Now, once again, the reason why this goes wrong is because not everyone has the same preferences as you. And so if, you know, meat, eating meat makes me happy, I'm like, wow, everyone in the world deserves a T-bone steak. But if I give that to my vegan friend, they would be horrified, obviously. And similarly, you know, vegans who are like, wow, going plant-based diet is the best. You know, everyone should be like this. And then they try to, you know, superimpose that diet on me. That would obviously make me very unhappy because uh, I like I prefer eating uh, meat and flesh, so it, it becomes tricky, right? And also, like there's certain like stories in terms of like I think there's like a Taoist text where it's like, you know, the king meets, you know, some sort of like uh, pheasant or golden phoenix bird thing. And then the, the king was like, oh wow, you know, this is the most honorable, venerable bird of all time. I want to bestow all my riches upon this bird. So, you know, the, the king gives the, you know, this bird, I think it's kind of like, imagine like a peacock, right? So, you know, gives a peacock a royal robe made out of purple, gives it all the best cuts of meat, da 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 da. And then eventually the, this mystical bird ends up dying because he wants to just eat fish <laughs> and uh and so it just so it's, it's kind of tricky because i think people's got good intentions but often these good intentions are like a little bit silly in so far much as like um what we're more interested in is the outcomes because if you think about the outcomes if we treat equality for all then it would be tyranny for everybody too because it kind of makes us think that everyone is this generic gray something. And maybe this is where also like 
any sort of monoculture is bad. So anyone who reads The New Yorker or is really into Apple products or is on Reddit or whatever, or essentially like the, the, the problem with internet and also American hegemony is all of us become more similar than dissimilar. So what, what is the downside of this is that it limits individual creativity and limits individual freedom of speech. And also it just kind of makes society more bland. And if we really do believe in diversity, that like a diverse ecosystem or diverse humans, diverse modes of thought is indeed beneficial to the whole of society and humanity, then I think we should kind of toss the notion of equality out the window. So for example, you know, people tend to even, you know, have the audacity to divide thinking into like left versus right wing. But this is also not good too either because it essentially means that all people tend to think either left or right. And it's, it's interesting because it's better for us to think dynamics. Like I think that Sim Taleb in his book Skin in the Game quotes somebody, forget something like, you know, on the on the global aspect, I'm a socialist. At the national level, I'm a communist. In the state level or the county level, I'm a free market capitalist. And at the family level, I'm a tyrant. Something like that. So essentially, people, you know, people's, most people are so basic that they could only think in terms of statics and cannot think about the world dynamically. And, and so there's some practical ethical rules that Taleb uh, suggests, for example, um, like it's rather than observing the golden rule, maybe it's better to follow the silver rule, which is do not do unto others as you do not want to others to do unto you. So if you don't like others, you know, being an asshole to you, don't act like an asshole to others. And also, I've also realized with knowledge, wisdom, all this stuff, everything ultimately comes to a suggestion, an idea, just exposure to new ideas. There's no ultimate right or wrong on earth. So for example, you know, there's, there's the, the history of philosophy has been, um, after Socrates has been too focused on morality and ethics, but before Socrates, the pre-Socratic philosophers like Heraclitus, um, you know, Demic uh, Democritus, uh, Anaxagoras, I, I don't even know how to pronounce their names, but I know, I know their philosophies. The basic gist is, I think it was, it was actually kind of more Buddhist, Taoist than thought is, it wasn't really so much focused on morality because who's to say a lion is evil for killing and hunting down a gazelle? It was more interested in terms of, you know, secrets about the universe, natural philosophy, physics, math, geometry, and stuff like that. So I encourage all of us to Think less about morality and ethics, maybe think more about art, aesthetics, um, you know, human thriving and so forth. So what is we to do? So first and foremost, avoid what Nassim Taleb calls naive interventionism. Is that we look at all these poor people who we see as poor or worse off than us, and we're like, oh, all these poor people's like, you know, uh, let us help them because they're so sad. But then it's also quite disrespectful too because 
who's to say that somebody who's poorer than you is actually lower than you? And so, in some ways, we should just kind of like leave people alone and not assume or judge them for being above or lesser than you and so forth. Um, also, I think one thing too is that when it comes to like uh, gender equality and sex and stuff like that, certainly there are differences, like certain different biological differences between male and females, right? So uh, a very practical one is a woman goes through menstrual cycles, gets pregnant, and obviously there's a huge hormonal hormones of uh, cocktails which affects your feelings, your behaviors, actions, whatever. And also men have, what, like more than 10 times the testosterone of women. And so, you know, obviously, tip, not always, but typically men tend to be more aggressive and, and so forth. And if you think about the history of philosophy, we're taught to believe in free will, that people have 100% free autonomy over their actions, behaviors, and so forth. And so, essentially means that with enough training or with enough, you know, whatever, you can overcome your hormonal things. But I don't really necessarily think that's the case too because, you know, if, if I only slept one hour last night and I'm feeling tired as shit, of course I'm gonna be in a bad mood and I can't just like will myself or have the free will to suddenly feel better. It's like, I just need to sleep. It's more of a physiological thing, right? It's like I need to sleep, eat a bunch of meat and just kind of recover, right? And so, there are certainly physiological differences between all of us. Uh, another, another, another example, so I remember when I was in college, I was trying to get all the gains, like, you know, get super buff or whatever, and I read something called GOMAD, which means gallon of milk a day, which means, you know, do heavy squats and drink a gallon of milk a day, and they'll get super buff. I'm like, all right, this sounds awesome. And I did it, and I would, like, even though I would be eating the lactose pills or whatever, I'm just like farting all the time, my stomach doesn't feel so good, you know, whatever, poor digestion. And then I kind of had the epiphany, whoa, whoever wrote this article was probably of some sort of like Caucasian descent where they could probably process lactose a lot better than I can. And so... And so, to them, because they could process lactose better, they could drink it maybe, they could maybe drink a gallon of milk a day, but me being of East Asian origin, you know, genetically I wasn't predisposed to, you know, my forefathers weren't as disposed to lactose and cow dairy products, and therefore I'm probably not as good as well adapted to processing it. So this is what, you know, why, you know, typically like, I think what, like 99% of, uh, East Asians tend to be somewhat lactose intolerant versus uh, many Caucasian people. Maybe it's like less, like 50%. I'm not sure the exact numbers. But the essential thing is that physiologically, we're all different. Whether you're male, female, you know, whatever gender you prescribe yourself or, you know, whoever you are. Like, you're grown different, you have different life goals. And so, if we believe in a society of egalitarianism, then we're also believing in a society of genericism where it's kind of like the whole like one size fits all attitude and um, and I don't think that's a good thing because you want to avoid any forms of uh, prisons so what is we to do so first and foremost um, this is just 
uh, a practical thought for myself too. Moving forward, I'm not really going to start treating other people how I would like to be treated because other people are different from me and I need to accept that. But also, uh, and you know, I think I've been doing this for a good time is that don't do unto others as I don't like others to do unto me. So if I don't like people yelling at me or critiquing me or nagging at me or whatever, then I'm not gonna do the same to them. Or if I don't like it when people talk shit about other people behind their back, then I probably shouldn't also talk shit of other people behind their backs and, and so forth. So that's that's a very basic thing. Um, and also just kind of realizing that everything I share with people is just it's just a suggestion, just my opinion. And I think that's also important too, is that like, whenever you hear someone else's opinion, it kind of makes no sense to come up in arms and be so indignant that other people have opinions that are different than you. I would say it's actually much more effective to strive to understand other people's opinion be open-minded to be t and also be tolerant towards other people and their beliefs so for example if other people have different religious beliefs than me right like i'm catholic let's say you're muslim or you're jewish or agnostic or atheist whatever it's not my duty to force you or to convince you that you're wrong that i'm right it's no it's just like all right cool you believe what you believe i believe in why i believe let's let's respect that so i think mutual respect is actually very important in society and there needs to be some sort of symmetry of mutual respect mutual tolerance between uh, peoples and so who is we to not be tolerant towards is we should be maximally intolerant towards nazis or people who are intolerant and we should also have zero tolerance for like you know domestic violence and you know like and I think this is actually something I, I strongly believe in because I, 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 as a child, I witnessed my, my, um, my, my dad being physically and mentally abusive to my mom, and that's that's not good. So we should have a zero, zero tolerance towards any man hitting his wife or something like that. And and so in so far much as I, I've understood, in terms of like free thinking or free living, America is probably the least bad place to be. I think in the world. I mean, a lot of people say, you know, Scandinavia or Europe, but nah, I don't, I don't really believe in that too, because I think with, I mean, in theory, socialism is good, but I think the, the, at least for me, the downside of socialism is whenever there's a little bit more governmental engagement, it always means that you actually lose a little bit of free will. So for me, uh, this is my personal opinion is I'm kind of more of like a deontic libertarian as a, Taleb's calls it is that I prefer a maximum amount of liberty over my life and what I decide to do or what not to do and also I believe in having some sort of duties to society and being virtuous for the sake of being virtuous not for some sort of like future reward or anything like that and also I kind of you know in the footsteps of Nietzsche I think I'm kind of an amoralist in the sense that like I don't really believe in some sort of like ultimate morals and ethics. I think it's all subjective, but what I think is just important is for more people to be free thinkers and think for themselves. And yeah, and I think that also when we share opinion, and I think it's really important for us to share opinion with others, but not to superimpose our opinions upon others and force others to believe on to others. That's what tyranny is. And so whoever says America is, you know, Trump or whoever is a tyrant, that's actually not accurate. And I think that line of thinking is uh, dangerous because 
A tyrant is somebody who forces you against your free will to do something in something you don't believe in. Um, but fortunately, America, for all of her goods and wrongs, we're still a democracy where, for the most part, you know, the, the peoples, you know, whether right or wrong or smart or not, say they is. Um, and yeah, like, let us strive towards maybe a society of maximal independence, maximal liberty. And so, yeah, like, let this, let this video be a critique upon egalitarianism, a critique against uh, utilitarianism, that what is good for me might be better to you, and what's better to you might be good for me. Um, another, some other examples too, like, I really love single origin light roast espressos. To me, this is like fucking heaven, right? But if you never drank coffee before, of course that would taste shit like shit to you. Or let's say you like to drink beer. I don't like beer. So like you're like, oh, yo, we gotta try this beer, Eric. I love it. But I'm like, I don't, I don't drink beer. And so once again, there's certain very simple examples that prove that utilitarianism, egalitarianism is not a good thing. Uh, of course, I believe in mutual respect. I believe that I believe in equal opportunities that like, you know, matter if you're a guy or a girl or married or not or whatever. I think people should not be discriminated based on, you know, their age, race, gender, sex, whatever it may be. But at the same time, we shouldn't strive towards equality for the sake of equality either.